What's up, everybody? Blah. Hmm. It's all right. Hmm. It's all right. We got this. We got this. We're making it happen. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Look Who's Talking Mao. I am your host, Chris Murray, and joining me today are fellow podcasters over at Gamer Heroes Podcast. Returning guest, Thomas Egan. Hey. First timer, Cam Konek. What's going on? How's it going, guys? Man, it's going well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm here, you know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I had smoked a little bit and then started eating that Joe's Kansas City Minsky's pizza before oh, you guys came over. There's a Joe's Kansas City yeah, Minsky's pizza. It's limited time only, yeah. How, how long is limited time? Because it is It's on like my list soon, of, oh, soon. I, so I, I ordered need, it today. I need to do that like, uh, tomorrow. But I, I started getting kind of nappy, and I'm like, I can't be nappy. I'm about to do a podcast, so I had to oh. run, grab an energy drink. Get my energy level back up so Get we could do this thing. Bounties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't can't be taken. Just to be like you guys. You guys take it away real quick. I just gotta go. We're just gonna to... leave and let the recording go. <laughs> yeah. just see how long it goes. Yes. All right. Well, uh, Chris, you and I used we used to host a podcast together. So honestly, take a nap. I'll take over for. Okay. Perfect. Uh, let me just uh, get out of here. All right. Look who's toming now. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, so before we get into our bullet point topics that we already kind of discussed a little bit that you guys are aware of, I want listeners to know uh, what kind of gamer you are before we dive into this other stuff. So, Cam, what is your favorite game of all time? Uh, so the usual go-to that I have for my favorite video game of all time, I usually tell people uh, Ratchet & Clank 3, uh, which is not really something that people usually give for their favorite video game of all time. No, but I like that. Yeah. It's yeah, uh, I think it's really kind of really imprinted on me a just a love of dumb bullshit because that's a lot <laughs> yeah. of what those games are. Yeah. Like, if it ain't ratchet, it ain't worth it. Sure. That's yeah. Right. And it they're super lighthearted and fun and like the story's there, but I I think they're really great and fun and I just kind of like a good like lighthearted sort of positive like experience where you also can shoot black holes that electrocute people. Yeah. It's pretty rad. I really like the uh the like rebranding Ratchet and Clank they did for PS4. Oh, yeah, it's very good. It I think it's probably up. my second favorite one. Yeah, it's really it great. It cracks me up that they have the game. They've had many iterations of the game, and the name is always a pun. Mm -hmm. And then they went and made a movie. I don't remember what the plot of the movie was. It's I haven't watched well, it. Have you, have you played the game? Because it's but that. Then it's the game, basically yeah, that, yeah. The game is the movie, and it references the movie. Fun fact, probably the only time where the game is better than the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's That's really true. Yeah quality stuff yeah the movie is not very good i tried to even when i was playing the game i was like i'm just gonna throw on the movie when i'm falling asleep and i was just like man this is no, it's no. not it's not good i don't like this at yeah. all what have you been playing recently uh so recently i have been on again off again playing some crypt of the necrodancer okay uh ever since that recent kind of zelda mashup announcement yeah that looks really I cool kind of got inspired to finally jump into that because i just fucking love danny baranowski his music is so good and I just kind of hopped into that, and I'm really liking it. But then I get burnt out on it for like a week and a half. And I'm like, oh, I should really pick that up again. And then I jump back in, and I'm having fun. But mostly, I think I'm just listening to the music. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's a little tough for me to kind of keep up with and keep track of, which is interesting and considering like my long history with rhythm games and also my just just complete just infatuation with like roguelike-style games. 
I figure you put them together, then it would just be something I'm super over the moon about. But I'm having a lot of trouble really pushing forward on it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of playing the same levels over and over again, just because I really, really like those first three levels music. That shit bangs <laughs> fucking hard. It's so good. Really, and I know it I slaps, say that on, as the kids say. I know I say that on every podcast I am on where uh, I get to talk about this. Usually you say it slaps, but you're right. You're yeah, right. it's It so bangs, good. too. It bangs it and so it slaps. Good. Yeah, and I uh, also started, uh, started up some Division 2. Oh, yeah. I uh, wanted to kind of get in on that hype train. Um, I was all aboard the hype train, riding it real hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I played the, the beta for like five minutes, and I was like, yep, that's exactly what I want that to be. And then didn't touch it and then started playing it like day one and all that. Um, so I was having a fantastic time playing with friends and everything up until about level 25. And at level 25, I completed one of one one of the story missions that's near the end of the game. And I encountered a very game-breaking bug where it wouldn't let me turn in the mission to get the experience for it and then thusly let me do the last mission of the game so to unlock specializations. So I was stuck with, like, basically, I was still progressing experience-wise, but I couldn't progress story-wise mm-hmm. for five levels and then, like, yeah. had to randomly team up with somebody that hadn't completed that mission and then Ugh, we yeah. had to go back to the white house and turn it in and then i finally got it and was able to unlock that, specializations i hope that is fixed if that was something that they patched out because i i have kind of barely scratched the surface of this game i'm maybe level five i've been playing i've maybe like five ish hours into it by now yeah. but just because i'm so busy with just a bunch of other stuff yeah. going on. and it's uh, there's so much content there that it, mm-hmm. it'll take you a while to get yeah, through i imagine i'm anyway. going to be playing that game for quite a while yeah and hopefully all this DLC is going to be good. But yeah, I had another weird thing the other day where apparently once you get into the end game, mm-hmm. once you beat another stronghold that's taken over by this other group, you're supposed to go up the world tier. There's four world tiers. There's going to be five. And after we did it, it didn't trigger for me and I didn't mm-hmm. go up a tier. And my buddy Andrew's just like, oh, huh, that's weird. I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, like I'm st- I get all the way to end game and I'm, I'm like, was excited <laughs> about it. And now I'm like, like, God damn it. Well, like today was the first day I've touched it since, uh, I didn't go up a world tier and I played it for like 10 minutes before, mm-hmm. uh, Devin came home and we ate food, but yeah, man. it was, it's a, I really enjoy it. I yeah, think it's great. I'm, I'm having, I'm having fun with it so far. I don't think it's got its hooks in me quite yet. Like it does with everybody else on the internet seemingly but i i really do feel like i'm gonna get there once like more of the systems start to show up a little bit more yeah and once you realize you can mod everything yeah like even your even your skills can have mods and then oh yeah it's it gets yeah. it I'm gets all, I'm all about that bullshit yeah it gets very yeah, like in depth kind of stuff that's cool I, I don't think i knew about the mods yeah not to that extent anyway yeah it gets, it gets pretty deep didn't uh didn't something like you're describing happen in uh like monster hunter world which i never played but I think I heard something about that where if somebody had seen a certain cutscene, you would be in a different instance, so think, you wouldn't mm, be able to necessarily I think that was just together. straight up how that game works, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Because I know the multiplayer in that is really, really hard to get going with like mm-hmm. people on your same list, and they have to like... I haven't played it, but from just what I've heard, like they have to essentially be at the same kind of story point, or like these people can't be here if they haven't seen this cutscene or something like that. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Kind of... That's that's very frustrating. If you're going to have a game with uh, a, a robust multiplayer system, having bugs like that, or, or you know, bugs for the division or intentional 
uh, design, like uh, Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. And that's just tough. Yeah. Like, it should be as easy as possible to play together. And, you know, with Division, it stinks because you couldn't have done anything about that. But, like, with Mon- Monster Hunter World, games like that, it would be nice to be able to flip a switch to say, look, I don't care where I'm at. I, I Maybe I'm not worried about my progression. Mm-hmm. I just want to play with my friend. Yeah. Sure. Like, just make this easy. It's the only thing I care about. Yeah, I think... Uh kind of looking forward a little bit one of the things that they just talked about recently with the uh, recent borderlands 3 announcement mm-hmm. is just like hey you'll be able to just drop in and your friends games and like you each will get your own loot instances and it doesn't really matter which yeah. has been a problem in those first two games yeah uh i i remember splitting loot a lot where yeah it was be fucking awful. one cool machine gun yeah. you both won and it's like all right yeah, like I would always get in arguments with my friends and then we would like do the in-game PvP duels and then he had a better shotgun so I never got any cool guns. So then I just <laughs> played by myself and had less fun. Yeah. Ah, that's how they get you. Thomas, I'm pretty sure I've asked you this question before, but uh, for shits and gigs, let's go ahead and do it again. What's your uh, favorite video game of all time? Uh, that's really tough, so I'll give you three quick ones. That's I, fine. I started with Link's Awakening. That was the first game I really ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly the first uh, single-player one. I played Mario Brothers with my family when I was tiny. but uh, That uh, did Halo. Um, Halo 1, I thought was... It's a good the, choice. It was it's a good choice. beautiful game You know, at the time. Now it looks like it was made by Caveman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really it, talented uh, Caveman. Yeah, there you go. Super yes. talented. Uh, possibly caveman with the grease. Ooh. Ooh. That's, uh... Yeah. Uh, no, so... Uh, I, I, really I, too, have that seen game. that Geico commercial. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, really liked that game. Uh, I thought it was beautiful. The story was great. The music was great. First game I ever played that I felt, uh, like I was exploring a huge world. Like, it was big enough where you could find hidden stuff that, uh, really sparked my imagination. Uh, I remember my friend owned that, uh, on Xbox. And at the time, I didn't even know what an Xbox was till he put the controller in my hand. And uh, we stayed up. I would have been, that would have been like sixth grade-ish, I think. Maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, went over there during summertime. There were, there were weeks that I stayed at his house more than my own house. And we would stay up every night and play Halo. Like, we'd play all all sorts of Halo. Uh, so that was really good. The other one would be uh, Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect 2, oh, of course, God, is the jam. But so much. it's hard for me to single any one of those out because they're different enough that they've all brought... Just the series as a whole is your favorite. You're uh, talking about the first three, right? Oh, yeah, Just yeah. the first I three? Free, I okay. keep forgetting. They okay. even, I never even played Andromeda, so... That's all right. I, I've heard mixed things. <laughs> Maybe I would like it, but uh, Mass Effect 2 is the jam, but I just love everything that that's mm-hmm. got going on. Um, what have you been playing recently? Um, the main one is always Apex. Uh, I played Overwatch for a long time. I play on PlayStation, so it's kind of hard for me to find a huge number of local people to group up with, which is what I care about. Uh, if I wanted to fix that, I would just switch to PC, and everybody tells me that. But I like playing on the sticks. Do you th- do you think that Overwatch needs to do something to bring like liven it up again? Do like some sort of something totally. that'll get people back into it because it seems like it's kind of really fallen off. They need to do something, but I quit that game called Turkey. I, they could make the the best changes in the world of that game, and I just I can't go back. It's like uh, you know it's made by Blizzard, so similar story. It's like when I played World of Warcraft for five years. Mm-hmm. It's some of the most fun I've ever had playing a game, but I can't look back. I I, I, we had a, a rough breakup, and if I go back, <laughs> it's just gonna it's gonna be a bad time. I kind of wonder if they're like this. Sounds like super pessimistic, but I wonder even what they could do to kind of fix that. Like I, I you'd have to kind of really dig deep in kind of my mind because I really feel that 
a lot of the kind of negative attention towards Overwatch. Like, sure, there's the big passionate fan base and obviously the people who are really into the Overwatch League. Yeah. But I think people just got so burnt out on hero shooters. And I don't know if that's something that a hero shooter could necessarily fix. Yeah. Well, I mean, Apex is a hero shooter. I would say there was something at the end of last year that some guy in marketing, I assume, uh, at Blizzard, he made a statement. He was like, all the Overwatch that you know now is only a fraction of what we have in store. It was right around the time when uh, there was a bunch of stuff with Activision and Blizzard going on. Mm -hmm. A bunch of people got laid off because they made changes. Mm -hmm. They increased the staff on basically all their projects, Diablo, uh, Hearthstone, uh, uh, the Warcraft franchise, uh, and Overwatch. They did all this stuff, so they increased staff, and they're like, oh, we've got a bunch of changes in store plus increased uh, workforce. But what, the game has been out for like th- three and a half years. Come, it's either coming yeah. up three, I always forget I it's coming how long Overwatch has actually been out. But it's it's been out, and the idea that like everything we've seen so far is just a little bit. It's like, yo, it's taken you at least six months to come out with a hero. Like a new hero comes out maybe every six months. You're telling me that you're about to just amp up your production by like 500 percent yeah i I feel like if something were something big like that were coming we would probably see more hints of that now than just like oh well here's your yearly hero and here's your events that you get that most of which are just kind of recycled like i think the cosmetics are cool but that's not gonna pull people back in and like keep that retention as much you know no i um something that makes me think about these hero shooters and everything and with the with how big apex is it makes me really wish that Lawbreakers was free to play. And if it was, that game would be much bigger and mm-hmm. wouldn't have killed that company. I couldn't um, believe that game was so good. That, that game <laughs> didn't take off because everything I saw looked it looked like a game I was ready to play. It like it looked, was it looked like a lot of fun. I never got the chance to play it. Either. It was so excellent. Like I wish I wish that I could just boot it up again and play yeah. it but there's, i don't think the servers are online anymore well, i mean that yeah, company's just, not online yeah yeah either, so, so but right, right. like something i discovered like while playing it, i was like wait a minute is that justin roiland doing the voice there's this game called Blitzball where you have to get the ball in the middle of the ring um and you have to take it and put it in the opponent's goal mm-hmm but you just carry it's so like capture the flag kind of i thought you were going to talk about like final fantasy Blitzball for a second no okay all right <laughs> but it was like the freedom of movement in that game was pretty pretty incredible and it's kind of reminds me of apex a lot the way you move is just feels really fluid and nice a lot of Uh, the ideas in that seemed really cool i liked the fact that there was just like hey there's just this part in the middle that has no gravity have fun good luck with that go for it yeah that's cool as hell if if it was if that was a free game man we'd be having a different conversation yeah shot you know i don't know i obviously can't predict whether or not it would still be like super huge but you got to think too that they're trying to cover their costs there sure, they were like sure. we've worked really hard on this and we yeah. need to make money i off can't of say this. i can't blame them for putting a price tag on that game yeah for sure. uh justin roiland voice is one of the uh, i i recently got uh my friend jeremy built my pc i bought parts to it but had no idea how to do anything with it mm-hmm. so uh he really showed up and basically built the whole thing he, he he'll tell you that i helped him but not really no, Jeremy totally did that. Jer- Jeremy did the whole thing. And uh, so he did that. He set up uh, my Vive, which has been gathering dust for a long time. Uh, I got a, I bought it a while ago because I, I got a good deal from a friend. Nice. And, which was great. Uh, but I didn't have a PC to play with. All right. So I uh, finally got that stuff set up. So I was playing uh, The Lab, which I like. It has that uh, longbow game um, mm-hmm. where you're doing archery on top of a castle, shooting stick figures. It's really fun. Another game in there. 
forget what it's called, but it, you have like a slingshot, kind of like a, um, what what's it called? Well, whatever. It's like a slingshot, and uh, you bring these giant balls back. They they kind of look like the bludgers from Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but they so you launch them, and of course you try to blow stuff up and get points and stuff. But they talk. Each of the each of the balls has a personality, and it nice. speaks to you. And you can sit there and listen, and it will talk to you for like a whole minute if you let it. Otherwise, you can just fire it, and it'll like yell. Ah! Yeah. Justin Roiland voices one of those. Oh, uh, yeah. A couple of those. Thomas, Thomas, that's fucked up. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's murder. <laughs> They'll be in the Thomas. middle of a story, and you're just, wah! Just like, let him fly. <laughs> I love that, but fuck, man. That's kind of dark. <laughs> that's, it's a it, dark. it is. Yeah. Let's talk about this podcast you guys have and uh, how it got started. So I think you, Thomas, know way more about how the show itself got started because I joined on like maybe two months ago. Uh, that's true, which is crazy to me because we yeah. have spent uh, as much time together in the past two months as the entire crew has in the past yeah, few years. Yeah, we, we've been hitting it pretty hard. We have. Uh, it's a good thing. So um, so we're, uh, we are part of an organization called GGKC. Plug, 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 plug. Right, right, yeah, and, plug, uh, plug. And so we, we got together about two two years ago, and we organize events. We do a bunch of stuff. Go look us up online. You can find more about us. Uh, but we knew that I, since the beginning, I wanted to host a podcast like uh, you and I did, Chris. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always love listening to podcasts. I love speaking about uh, all sorts of things, especially gaming. And so uh, one, of, uh, one of my partners, he used uh, – actually, two of them, they used to work with a guy named Derek. So Derek – hosts the heroes podcast network and he used to be a host of the gamer heroes podcast which is now uh the the weekly podcast that cam and i record Mm -hmm. and so we'll have guests on we'll talk usually about the news Mm -hmm. what we're playing yeah it's a pretty topical video game show that kind of essentially everyone is doing yeah uh, and uh it was cool because this mm -hmm. this fell into our lap because derek wanted to uh take over he wanted to run the network as a whole which is its own job you know and of course he works the full-time job so he's, he approached uh, our partner, John, and he said, John, I know you guys are serious about this gaming stuff. You've mentioned being interested in podcasts before. We, you know, I, Derek, run this Gamer Heroes podcast. It's the biggest show on our network. I can't do it anymore, but I don't want to give it up. We'll give it to you as long as you'll run the show. So we took it. So we inherited an audience uh, uh, a, a hosting page. So he helps us. Uh, edit he helps us publish online he does some mm-hmm. social media stuff uh it's a really sweet gig that so is nice is. we it just is. walked into uh something that was already established and they have other stuff too they have like uh screen heroes yeah, uh, which yeah. is they film have, uh, red shirts and runabouts which is a star trek yeah uh, station which mm-hmm. is a star wars and uh each of those uh all had their own panel at comic-con as well uh, so we hosted. Very so nice. Cam, Cam wasn't there. He was busy uh, running around like you doing, uh, you know. I mean, I also funny fanboy. I, well, I worked and was there for a very short period of time. <laughs> Excuse but me, sir. I also joined on the show way too late to get an invite to the panel, but that's cool. You know, <laughs> sure. That actually is exactly what happened. Um, so, uh, Gamer Heroes hosted a panel on positivity mm-hmm. uh, at Comic Con, which was very fun. That's. Probably the thing about gaming I like the most, using gaming as an outlet for uh, just positive things, whether that means meeting other people, mm-hmm. uh, making friends that way. I mean, you and I met online through gaming before yep. we ever uh, really built a friendship in person. B.O.G. The other thing is, like, you know, video games are positive for tons of reasons that I'm not 
you know, about the list right here. Sure. Uh, but we talked all about it. So we had uh, me, our partner Mike, and we had three of our friends uh, on the panel, all with different backgrounds and all sorts of different stories. That was a really good time. And if you'd like to hear that, the, it's on the Heroes Pod. Or yeah, it, it went up as our episode this week. That's why I, we I saw that. I was like, oh, cool. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. by we, I mean mostly you. I was tired for different reasons. I, I was exhausted. Uh, now, did you guys record that live, or did they have like people on site that were just recording I think, I think everything Derek live? Actually, so, was in the audience and like just like kind of coordinating just like a live recording of that for us to mm-hmm. use. Oh, which cool, was awesome. Yeah, so we used the uh, provided equipment from Comic Con, and then Derek did the recording oh they provide equipment mm-hmm. that's really microphones yeah. and the biggest sound mixer i've seen not in a concert venue uh cool. so that's pretty cool that's yeah that's tight yeah so that was cool and uh we so like uh like cam said he got he joined the crew too late to yeah. be able to be yeah. on the panel i feel like i also kind of stumbled into this gig also because i was just kind of hanging out and you're just like hey do you want to come on the show and i'm like yeah sure i'll come be on a guest and then I was just like, hey, can I be on this show? And he's just like, yeah, sure. And then like it just became just Thomas and I doing it, which has been really cool. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so there's the news and all that good stuff, but I've always been interested in, additionally, in deep diving and researching topics. There's so many stories in gaming that mm-hmm. are out there. You know, We wouldn't be the first ones to talk about these things, but this stuff's hard to find. So whether it's uh, – so we just did an episode on April Fool's, is our first episode. So the this new podcast we are working on is called Challenge Mode. Okay. Uh, right now you can find it in the Gamer Heroes feed on any podcatcher. But uh, the first episode was about April Fools, and it's our favorite April Fools from across the years, and just a bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we what well, we basically we were like, look at all these funny things companies have done, and also. April Fools isn't just a joke anymore. Uh, like Pokemon Go started as an April Fools joke by Google, mm-hmm. and I remember when I saw that. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. it was like Google Maps. You could like walk around. You could like walk around, and like there were Pokemon that just appeared there, and you could like go through and like capture. Oh, them. that's right. Yeah. I remember that. That yeah. was. Oh that, shit! I think after that they were just like, "Hey, do you want to like actually do this?" And they're just like, "Yeah, let's." let's yeah, for real. I remember Whoa. seeing that, and I straight up called it. I was like, "This is gonna be real because this is dope." Yeah. Like, no. This is and uh, turns out, still pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it just like April Fools is now not only a day like the only day of the year where people uh, are skeptical of what they see online, yeah, and, and don't just read a headline. <laughs> that Nintendo stuff. Switch Direct that IGN did was oh, not was, was not fun. That was and, so good, and it was really mean. It. it was really mean. My girlfriend got pretty upset at it too because yeah. she just saw like she just saw the first part and it like seemed pretty legitimate, but obviously got way off. You the just gets so goes. ridiculous. She's, just, yeah. she's a big Zelda fan. Yeah, when, it, like, when oh it's like God, all the Zelda, me? dude, I did too. Every single Zelda game. The, when it's what shit, the fuck? So the the part, the one that I that made me go, what the fuck is they put Oracle Oracle of Season and yeah. Oracle of Ages, which is by Capcom. So that'd be a whole nother oh, thing yeah. that they'd have to go around to get. Yeah. And I was like, what? What are you kidding me? And then <laughs> I was like, wait, what? what's today? Oh Son no! I feel like people like halfway through it. I was like, I think, oh god. Right. So right. I like knew it was an April Fool's joke going in, but I. I think the thing that would have tipped me off is the fact that they fucking put the wand of Gamelon in there. Yeah. And <laughs> dear Lord, I don't think anybody should ever do anything with that. Is other that than the CDI just, one? Yes. <laughs> it's bad, oh. but it's also good, but not in a good way. Yeah. It's hard to even talk about those games because 
that's just like a sweep under the rug kind sure. of a game. Like, sure. It's funny to think that such a huge franchise has a game that is basically denounced by the owner. Right. You know, by I the, think the only real good use for those games is just shitty content for like dumb YouTube videos. Yeah, for like That's retro. You know? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, so April Fool's, yeah, there's a ton of stuff there. So just like that. Of course, that's not related to news. It happened. To, we happened to drop it because April Fool's was around the corner. Yeah, we, we actually got three episodes recorded, and that one was just like, okay, well, this one's tied to a certain part of the year, and we're launching that weekend anyway. Nice. So. Oh, so you guys you guys have some in the bank. Yeah, yeah. we have a couple more recorded. Nice. Uh, turns out uh, recording podcasts, a lot of time. It takes a lot of time, yeah. So if yeah. you have a whole day, you might as well knock out a couple. Sure, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind of what we've been doing because it's also like our group. It's uh, Thomas and I and our friend Jimmy, and it, it's really hard for us to just be like, all right, cool. Well, here's another night this week that we can like set aside to do that. Because yeah. We also like record Gamer Heroes on Monday, and then I'm usually editing that on Tuesday night, so that's ready to go up Wednesday morning, and like then I, it's essentially we could record that weekly, and I have no free time, which is not right. great. Yeah, and we're already we are, we already got a lot going on. Yeah, we uh, do. yeah. So it's that's definitely something that's going to happen less frequently, maybe mm-hmm. every couple of weeks. Yeah, I think we're shooting for every two weeks to so just kind of have one up every weekend, mm-hmm. which will be cool. So uh, yeah, we'll see how all this stuff goes down. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. It's kind of a cool, more creative outlet, less topical show. So we're kind of just able to just literally turn it into whatever the fuck we want to do with it which that's is really cool. cool yeah, yeah. And, and like I'm excited because I you know uh, we both are, are really well really all three of us we're really into music and gaming right mm-hmm. so all sorts of stuff uh, game soundtracks but I also want to dig into the stories behind the music right right sure, yeah like composer profiles and stuff yeah, like I that would, yeah th- like uh, Michael I'm going to mess up his last name it's like Giuliano that's definitely not even close the, the guy who did crushed the, it Crossed it. <laughs> uh, he's the guy who did the music for Lost, which is why I recognize his name. He, I, I like was, the TV show. Yeah, and okay. uh, I was randomly looking him up on Wikipedia. I don't remember how I ended up there, but I saw that he had a ton of work in a bunch of video games, which I can't remember the names of right now. Uh, but that also was a guy. Crushed it. Yeah, but that was a guy. I was like, oh, I. He does like orchestral kind of stuff. I definitely he wasn't the first guy I would have pegged for uh, for video game music, but you look around and. Uh, the the scene, like the diversity of musicians that make video game soundtracks is huge because the types of sure. soundtracks in games well, shit, are like you. The composer yeah. for the Spyro the Dragon games is fucking Stuart Copeland from The Police. Yeah. Oh, like, that's really? awesome. Yeah, the yeah. drummer for The Police did the Spyro music. Yeah, All right, that's, it's, yeah, it's pretty also, rad. Also, fun fact, turns out his son went to work at Insomniac after that. A cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that 80% cool thing. sure that's correct. I might be <laughs> yeah. lying on your show. Crushed it. But I heard it's that fine. somewhere, so now I'm telling I, that to the world. I don't think I ever put disclaimers on here that this is all facts. Because okay, there's a lot of people going, I, I feel think like, that's right. I feel like that should be how the internet just in general works. Yeah. So. But only on April Fool's Day. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, right. Uh, mm. I think this is... Wait, is this... Oh, it's fake. <laughs> fake news. Uh, yeah, so I really like that because it gives us as much time as we want to go uh, as deep into something as we want. And so like with the music there's so many avenues that you can go on you know let's talk about uh like marty o'donnell did the music for halo which i love um so I, good. I would say so that good. the halo soundtracks uh, from one two and three are just about my favorite that's actually that's some of my favorite music of all time i would say it's, last it's year really up there uh my spotify you know at the end of the year it t- gives you a snapshot of here are your top songs top artists and all this stuff all five of my top artists were video games one was like uh, fucking nerd <laughs> Absolutely. 
there's like Fez, Celeste, which is an amazing game, Halo, uh, Bastion, all this stuff. But oh God, uh, those are good it cracks me up. That they, they, you <laughs> those know, are all really solid choices. They yeah. are. There's so much good yeah, music I, in gaming. I cannot even begin to tell you how many times I've listened to those Celeste B-sides. They're so good. Oh, the B-sides, yeah, are actually better they than the so regular good. sides. Oh I can't. I can't agree with it. That's that's fine. The original one is just. You can so be good. wrong. That's okay. You know what? I'm just bad. People are listening to that soundtrack because it's same, so good. Same. It really deserves any sort of recognition it gets. It does. Um, so I, I did also warn uh, the challenge mode guys that if you guys get me started on the near automata soundtrack, I probably will not shut up unless you make me. So look forward to that. I listened to the when the giant bomb does the game of the year deliberations mm-hmm. and they do um, the soundtrack stuff. Mm-hmm. Their near automata argument was so amazing. Yeah. And like just playing everything, and you're like, yeah. Oh my and God, then I played so near for five hours, maybe. And it's a much longer game than that. Oh yeah, oh, for sure, significantly. Yeah, yeah. I never got all the way through it because I got. I think I just got lost, or I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now, that's, and then just kind of walked away from know, it. <laughs> yeah. But I, it was like super cool. Everything I played up up until that point. But God, and that, those discussions were crazy too because like going into that because i hadn't played near by the time those game of the year discussions I did, yeah came I did out, either. but i played the fuck out of persona 5 and god damn does that shit slap <laughs> yep uh and after like checking that out i was like oh no near was near was the right call yeah and then good playing call. that like honestly kind of looking back to what really? we said earlier in the episode near? i can't i remember. think i would i didn't actually. listen to all the deliberations this man year. it's good you take near over persona i that think i good. would and i am a dumb annoying persona fanboy but fuck man it's so good um it's coming out to switch or probably rumored yeah. but no it's definitely i don't think happening. i'll play it on switch i don't know i anyway that's another discussion. but that seems like the way <laughs> yeah. to play that game because it's you need it sure it's so ridiculously thick like just a lot of things to do mm-hmm. play it on the go is probably easier than allotting the time right. in front of a television I, but I, yeah i was blessed with unemployment mm. uh, at oh, the start of last year blessed. so uh, <laughs> yeah so I went through and got the platinum trophy of that game because I hate myself. Oh, so, okay. Which Whoa, shit. Persona 5. Oh, my wow. God. Like 220 hours. It's 100 hours of playthrough for that game. I hate myself, so I got the platinum for that. Oh, so, my God. Like, okay, so I was that, unemployed. I had nothing to do. Leave me alone. That's fine. So hearing about that's games a long like Persona. Time. That is a long time. Hearing about games like Persona and Nier are exactly what I love about uh, video games podcasting. Because those are two games that I know I, I am not interested in playing. And even if I was interested in playing, they are very time-consuming. And I would rather just hear people be excited and talk about the thing. So I don't know as much about Persona as I do about Nier. But uh, I listened to one spoiler cast that uh, one of the guys on Giant Bomb did uh, with the people from Waypoint. That's a good spoiler cast. It was really good. I'd yeah. never listened to something like that before. That game before. goes some places. It does. And I since I knew I wasn't... You know, it sounds quality. It sounds like there are things I would enjoy of it. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of game, and I don't say this about a lot of games, but I'd rather watch that game than actually play it myself. But if I watched it, I'd put it on in the background while I was doing other things. Mm-hmm. So with podcasting, with, with a spoiler cast, or with Game of the Year deliberations, I get to hear all the best parts of this, you know, Persona 100-hour game. Near, uh, I don't know, 50-hour game? I, I, think, yeah, I, I think my yeah. time with it, because I got the Platinum on that too, uh, oh, yeah, I have a problem. Uh, I think I tapped out at around 45 hours, so okay. that, that kind of checks out. Yeah, so like you, you, I can learn so much about the game and get satisfaction from something I've never even played. You'd never do that with a movie, right? You wouldn't listen to a two-hour podcast on a two-hour movie. Well, 
actually that's a lie a lot of people i do totally that. do I, I especially do if it's that. like something that there needs to be a conversation about afterwards. but you would watch the movie first and then probably listen to that like you might listen like screen heroes uh the screen heroes podcast they will do reviews so like i listen to uh the captain marvel review uh before i went and saw the movie so what they'll do they do a good job of denoting Hey, this does have spoilers. Hey, this doesn't. So often with the reviews, they'll go spoiler free. I know some people that do that too. So, like with the movie, you'll uh, yeah. Who who's that? Who could that be? Uh, kind of funny. Does yeah. that same shit? Oh, really? Yeah. Chris and I had a beautiful. I was I was pretty drunk. I don't think you were. We no. Nope. We had a beautiful moment where we connected at the uh, kind of funny meet and greet this past weekend. It was it was good. It's a good time. It was, it was good. Well, you must have been shoulder to shoulder. So getting buddy. Oh my huh? god! Oh, there it was. Were, there were like three hundred people there. It was. Nuts. In a place that Probably should not have like, that oh, many people. Like if, if the fire marshal showed up, we would it'd have been a problem. It'd have been a problem. Bad. It was great, but it was bad. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that that stuff's super cool. Uh, but I people ask, you, I bet you guys regularly hear, why would you watch somebody play a video game? You know, and then take it another step further. Why would you listen to someone talk about playing a video game? It's like, well, there's totally value there in all sorts of different ways. Sure. Um, so yeah, so we're we're happy to be doing Gamer Heroes, which is news, what we've been playing, hodgepodge stuff in there, and then uh, yeah, and then challenge mode now, where we can really dive into the stuff yeah. that each of us loves. Yeah. Because you could do a research topic where like April Fools, we all brought stuff to the table. Yeah. But what we have, uh, you know, in the pipeline is maybe one of us, like Cam, you know, you could do, talk all about music and near automata boy would i and you would be telling us about it sure. certainly you'd be telling yeah. me about it i wouldn't bring anything to the table mm. there yeah. i'd be listening but I, I don't know if jimmy would either but to be honest i don't think he's played it but mm-hmm. I, I think it's also really great just from my perspective because a lot of like games coverage sometimes or like just dis- like discourse about games can get very negative or like just like talking shit on things because that's mm-hmm. stu- that's the kind of stuff that attracts attention and it's kind of nice that we're just there's we have this creative outlet where we can just kind of talk about cool shit and just allow ourselves to be excited about it and just let that kind of get out there which mm-hmm. is really great yeah and with gaming i mean i've talked about this <laughs> dozens of times but i get frustrated how upset uh so many people on the internet but especially in the gaming community get about x y and z mm-hmm. and boy do they get so upset sure and, yeah and then because it's controversy it sells just like it does you know in gaming and everything else uh, but there's plenty of that out there, and if you want to hear about that, plenty of places to go. But I, I think like if there's anything that sets us apart, it's that we really try to focus on the good stuff. You know, put more good out, promote more good. Don't worry about trying to squash all the bad stuff because the more you talk about it, the more attention it gets, the more it's gonna you know rear its ugly head. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There's there's definitely room in gaming discourse for like criticism and celebration i feel like mm-hmm. um I, I think it is totally cool to be excited about things and think something are cool think something is cool but also recognize hey this is great here are some problems with it that i think are problematic but it is still pretty great yeah mm-hmm. um my, my focus on on doing things like either for music movies whatever uh games i'm trying to shine lights on things that are really great that maybe people haven't heard about uh, well, yeah, you did your episode on Kadesh Flow, and uh, yeah. I didn't realize because I hadn't listened to your podcast at the point when you had told me, you told me that he had him on the show. I didn't realize who he was, and you and you were like, "Hey, listen to the pod, listen to the pod, right?" And so me trying not trying to hide the fact that I hadn't listened to it yet, yeah, didn't mention it, and then I'm like, "Man, 
I just discovered this guy. He did some work with Mega Ran. You're like, yeah, that's the guy I just had Yeah, just hit him. I'm like, oh, man. I really put my foot in my mouth there. That's perfect. Oh, that's good. That's really good. But so, like, I don't want to ever, like, slander something. But if there's something that affects me deeply in a way that I have to say this is trash garbage, then I will say that. But I'm not going out of my way to do that. I will, you know. Yeah. My most of my point is going to be to highlight the things that I really do like, and it's totally okay to not like stuff. But if sure. you go, if yeah. you go to a, if like usually this happens with movies where you like go to a, or watch a movie and you're like, what the fuck was that? Like mm-hmm. people like that? Like that got nominated for an Oscar? Like right. what happened? Like where did people's like storytelling go? Like yeah, that stuff. Those will be my my most critical things are always in movies, but um. So I want to, speaking of being really, really critical about things and people blowing stuff out of proportion or mm-hmm. in proportion, let's talk about a little game called No Man's Sky. All right. So recently they just came out uh, with the trailer. It was the, the state of play uh, for PlayStation. And it was announcing that finally No Man's Sky will be able to, the full game will be playable in VR for PlayStation VR and for Vive. And I am kind of blown away. Like, people are like, it's pretty incredible. Um, which it's just like, how many years has it been now since it came out? <laughs> God, I don't even remember when that game came Enough out. Enough that, Chris, as you pointed out before the show, the, the we, you and I had a hosted a podcast together where we talked mm-hmm. about the upcoming release of No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. And boy, that was a came minute out 2016. 2016. And it is 2019. And it got announced. Yeah. It was, I think it announced. was announced three got years announced before. back whenever like Dirt was invented. Oh, Dirt, yeah. Um, yeah. You and they've know. got plenty of that in that game. Yeah. There's yeah, a ton do. of dirt <laughs> and other they minerals. Red dirt, blue dirt, brown dirt. Man, you name it. Sky, All the types of dirt. dirt. Yeah, you know? sky dirt. Yeah. But There's a ton of sky dirt. That's a lot of sky dirt. But yeah, it, it's just fascinating to me that I, I I went back to Next when Next came out. Did you do that as well, Thomas? Yes. So I played uh, a tiny bit, and I really mean a tiny bit, of No Man's Sky when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like, traded in Overwatch for it. That was a mistake. You goofball. I've always known <laughs> you to, to be like, all right, the new hotness came out. I'm pretty excited for it. I'm going to buy it $60. One week later. <laughs> Yo, Chris, how's that game treating you? Oh, nah. Yeah. I already turned it back in. Yeah. I got I got the next hotness. Well, well I'm not I don't turn things back in anymore because I uh, don't do that. I'm completely digital downloads now. Uh, just makes way more sense to do it that it's way because then you always have easier. it. Well, do you yeah. so do you prefer digital because you can't trade it in, but you always have it. I prefer it, and if as long as the only thing that I'm this shouldn't happen, but if for some reason PlayStation Five is not backwards compatible. I will be very mad. Oh God! I because like, I have I feel like, like there's no way they could get it. Get right, with exactly. That. Because also, I have so many games in my in my store, and then what's we, because PlayStation Four really isn't backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. I have PlayStation Three games that I can't sure down, that yeah. I downloaded. You know that I can't play on there. A theory that I've heard is that the infrastructure of the PlayStation, and same with the Xbox One, uh, especially, is that the 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 system that people design for the the way that games are created is so much more more similar to a pc these Mm. days than it ever was in past generations which makes it easier for uh, a company to put in the man hours to port a game to multiple consoles because obviously the xbox one is owned by microsoft which owns you know pc you know microsoft 
Windows. Windows. Yeah. That's the word. Yep. Uh, I, bar- I barely own a we'll computer. Get, we'll get there eventually. We're going to get there eventually. Uh, it's a small company. You can, you can uh, yeah, understand why. Yeah, a little indie startup why. named Microsoft. I'm nice. going gonna, gonna to Google it or maybe Bing it. Oh, hey. hey there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that stuff is more like PC than ever before, which the, the theory I've read is that uh, it will be easier than ever in the future to, back, to make things backwards compatible Yeah. because they are less... Uh, you know, the N64 was a, it's a little game system in a box with closed walls. You can't just, you know, you can stick a USB stick in it. You can at least stick a USB stick in, in our modern ones. You mm-hmm. could do that with the 360. You could do that one with the, the PS3. Yeah. Um, but they just, everything hadn't caught up yet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I've never owned anything Sony before the PS4. So I've never had the issues that a lot of other people have. Um, but it, that, that sucks to be able to ha- to own a game to look at it and not necessarily be able to play it. Sure, yeah. And in the digital age, that gets tricky because it's like, well, what if I quit paying for your service? What if you take this stuff offline? Like the PS2 went offline sometime last year, which, of course, the PS2 was old. But, it's, um, yeah. you know, eventually Puts that stuff. Like if people are mad about that, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. <laughs> but, you know, eventually <laughs> its day will come. Yeah. So the hope is that uh, as things become more uniform, um, you'll be able to play your old stuff for longer, and you won't have to worry about losing it. Because right. everything is digital. It's it's weird living in a streaming world. You can watch anything on Netflix, but you do not own it. I can stream anything on Pandora or Spotify, but I do not own it. I don't. I basically own zero music. That's the weird thing with this Google yeah, situation. Yeah. That's Stadia. I, I, I'm yeah. not a like the the big hangup I have about Stadia. I think the tech is cool. I think some of the applications are a little worrisome, but also I think the biggest thing I'm concerned about is just that Google has a very bad track record of something not immediately working, and then they just put it in the fucking ground. Like those game and those games that are like developed for that system and with that in mind are just going to be completely lost to time. Yeah, nobody's actually going to even own them. Right, because you're just streaming it and you're paying a subscription fee or whatever the hell they end up doing. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be a. It's got to be like that's the other weird thing is they announced that thing and they didn't tell you at all what it was. Yeah, like how much it was because they want they want to see how excited you get and then gauge their next move off of that. Sure. You know, if people weren't hyped about it, maybe they're not going to put the the resources behind it but that's not a great that's not a reliable way mm. to to do business yeah and i know that talk was also we are getting super sidetracked off of oh yeah yeah whatever. no we are we are um, we are off the we rails are, we are we have uh gone to a different planet in this no man's sky Ooh. Um, like a lot you know, of like that that talk was very developer focused it was at fucking gdc you know yeah so i i kind of understand that a little bit but i know like some of the discourse i've seen online about like developers being like hey What's your business plan with this? Like, yeah, that's honestly more important for a lot of those people. Because yeah. like, they've got the games. Like they don't necessarily need help developing them well, hey, most of the time. But they totally don't totally relevant. Yeah. No Man's Sky. Three years before hey. it came out, they had a cool looking trailer <laughs> with some sweet music. Looked pretty great. Not totally unlike what the final product was, but definitely different. Different definitely different. And like that was three years out. Like they were making that game up to the day that it released. And I mean, really, and they still they, are. yeah, they still are. That's, that's they never true. stopped making it. Uh, but that's another example of it's like, all right, like I wasn't, I didn't used to be as critical about this stuff. I know a lot of people that I know have been very critical about this for a long time, but it never used to bother me that a trailer would be announced and the trailer's cool, but it doesn't show any gameplay. You don't know what the game looks like to me. That's fine. 
I really came here for a cool looking trailer, and that's what I got. It's like a tastemaker. Let it you is. know what it's like. What the what the themes are going to be. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But these days, now I am on the side of like, okay, that was a cool trailer, but you is this coming out this year, next year, the year after that? Like I Apex Legends, I loved that that game was announced and released on the same day. It's really smart. Technically, it's, it's that so game came out the moment the trailer did, which is kind of interesting. Right. Like, oh, look at this cool thing available now, like from a huge developer that you, you've heard of. You know, that was great. I want to see more of that because I get tired. It's fatigue. Yeah. And I think it's honestly, I think it's kind of toxic to the industry at large. The idea of, hey, yo, let's get hyped. Like, check this thing out. It's on the way. Well, speaking of Hideo Kojima, him showing any of the stuff that he's showing of Death Stranding is just a huge... It's it's not a problem yet, but it's about <laughs> to be a problem when the game yeah. is still not out for another, like, two years. So, like, I <laughs> absolutely cannot relate to what you're talking about. Like, I am... <laughs> this is, yeah. He uh, is get hyped. I hear I, what you're saying. I am essentially just a hype beast, like... If something looks fucking cool, I'll be like, fuck, yes, let's go. Like, every time I see a Death Stranding trailer, I'm just like, Hideo Kojima, I owe you my entire life. What do you need from me? Well, that I can trust because Hideo Kojima, as a a man, has a reputation that, more or less, you can rely on. Sure, yeah. But, like, even other stuff, like, and I guess this is also, like, still has a very good reputation, but whenever they did that first Last of Us 2 teaser, I lost my fucking mind. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's pretty incredible. Like, uh, whenever they did the Smash Brothers announcement at that like February or so direct or whatever, I straight up lost my shit it's pretty in cool. my apartment by myself without a job. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, I'm always, I am, I, I think part of the reason I watch those shows is for those like ridiculous, like crazy, just get fucking hyped and amped moments, you I know? And I definitely understand and like appreciate it whenever a game is like, Hey, cool. Here's the thing. It's out in a few months, like what Borderlands did recently. Like, that's coming out in September. That's way sooner than I think anyone thought. But, like, if they would have just had that first trailer, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. All right, let's go. So you know? there's there's some weird stuff about that, though. It's like, why did Randy Pitchford do magic for an hour and a half? That's because he's Randy Pitchford. Okay. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then they show a trailer, and it doesn't tell you when it comes out. But then... Less than a week later, they yeah, put out another like trailer to later. give you the yeah. the date. It's like, oh, what are yeah, you yeah. guys doing over there? Like, just figure it out. Yeah, Borderlands is just kind of over there doing its own thing. What We're the just hell? like, oh, Borderlands, you, uh, you're I'm doing s- your thing. I'm so far back in the series, so I haven't even finished the first game. Uh, that was one of the first games that my girlfriend and I played together, and she really liked. Like, she's not normally into shooters. It's, it's good. It's a good game. Yeah, but I bounced right off of it. I, you and I were talking about this mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, bullet spongy games really just bother uh, me. You would not like the Division two at all. I we, know. I, I think I told, <laughs> I think I told him that straight up. I'm like, don't fucking play the Division. Yeah. It's absolutely not what you're looking because for. Because like in in an RPG in a game where you level up, like I understand like how leveling needs to work. I mean, I played WoW for a long time. I've played a lot of games with leveling up systems, RPG systems, and all this stuff in them. Uh, the issue is that a lot of those ones use like magic and I can, I can make myself believe that, Oh, it's because they have much stronger magic than me. That's why I can't touch But you shooting 60 light machine gun rounds into a guy that's higher level, a little higher level than you. So you had to unload the entire clip into him. You're like, 
And he right. doesn't fall. And you're he just like, pops he, you down in one shot. You know? Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. So it's like, oh, he has this gun that will just go right through me. Sure. And uh, you know, he may as well have a number on his head that says it takes six hundred rockets to kill this guy. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, really strong body armor. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So that stuff bothers me because when it goes to shooting, it's like, mm, you know, at least with Destiny, it's like, all right, you've got some space magic in there. Mm-hmm. I can almost get away with some of that stuff. But if you're going to make this boss just have a huge health bar, make it interesting. Make, make me like almost solve a puzzle the, kind of the, to, to beat them. The only good thing I could say about the division is the armor system. Like once you deplete someone's armor two more shots and they're down. Yeah, that's true. Like health, it, health goes down really, really, really fast. Game, sure. But like, you'll see like some of these bosses have like just yeah, like takes, little blocks of armor everywhere. And you're like, if God damn. If their health yeah, bar is yeah. yellow, you're going to be shooting for a while. For a while because they have so much armor on. And then as you break it off, you'll see it break off of them. And then you can aim for those sections where you need to hit them in their soft points. But yeah, Still, it's, it's very, it's yeah, very, it's a lot spicy. of numbers. It's sure. shooting at someone and a number pops out. There are like, numbers. There are numbers. My shit. That feels, so. uh, get out of my, <laughs> turns numbers. out Thomas and I far from similar. Yeah. Why uh, are we doing a show together? <laughs> that's no, why. Actually, that's exactly why you do a show together. That, no, you're totally because, right. Because, uh, I have realized that, um, when, when I really talk games with, well, it's fine when we're just like bullshitting and stuff. Right. Uh, I mean me, you and anybody else. But when I talk to the same people, especially when I talk to, like, my good buddies, and we're, like, so similar, but we're, like, barely a little different, it's almost worse. Because, like, we're like, yeah, we're almost in agreement, but there's that one thing that's just, like, a wedge between us. Yeah, and it doesn't, like, if you agree on everything, it doesn't really make for a good episode or, like, a discussion. Because you're just like, hey, this is a thing. Here's my opinion. Yep. All right, here's the next thing. Like, that just isn't... Dude, you got to fill at least an hour sometimes, you know. There are a million games podcasts out there, right? I would probably say more. (laughs) There's probably more than that, but yeah. And as someone... Thanks for making me feel good. (laughs) Don't worry. We we go through the same shit. (laughs) It's like, Like, wait, how many? Well, all three of us here at this table, as consumers and producers of gaming podcast content, uh, you know, when you're doing something like this, you think a lot about what is the value? What am I doing that's different? Yep. And... To be honest, I, I don't know if a lot of gaming podcasters think that way. I think they're just really excited and they just want to talk about it, which yeah. is fair. Yeah, I think that's great. It's very too. exciting. Yeah. But I think there are a lot of people like that, which goes into the argument of like a lot of people like to get out, you know outrageous or get enraged. And if they do that, it's likely that their friends are going to do that. So I've popped on. I'm in a bunch of podcast Facebook groups that will that are some of them are specific. Some of them are broad. Uh, when when something gets decent recommendations, I'll be like, okay, I'll listen to like ten minutes of an episode of this mm-hmm. and see if I like it. You know, I'm not gonna give it very long, but uh, if I pop into it and straight up, like I pop in the middle of the episode and everybody's angry, I'm just like, man, I'm good. Yeah. And and I'll, I'll give it a shot. Like popping into one spot isn't fair because maybe they were only mad for five minutes of an hour long podcast. But there are so many people who think they have something very unique to say. But not everybody has something unique to say. Right. So maybe what you're saying isn't isn't the unique thing. Like when we talk about news, we're not the only news. Sure. I'm no, sure every not. point that we're making is something that everybody else is already totally. doing also. So, but like our shtick, if there's anything I really like about what we do in the podcast and in the Kansas City gaming world at large, uh, it's trying to have a positive connecting influence that brings people together. Sure. You know, because we, we don't have to be the smartest people in the room, the funniest, the most interesting. But speak for yourself. <laughs> but I want to bring those people into the room. 
Right. Yeah. Totally. You know, I figuratively absolutely agree with and you. literally. Yeah. Like, so let, let's uh, let's circle on back. Let's talk about uh, No Man's Sky. I mean, we don't have to. We can just continue to keep talking <laughs> well, about whatever we want to. Because much like Borderlands, <laughs> that's a game that uh, my girlfriend was into, right? So we wanted to play this game. My issue with Borderlands, my issue with, with No Man's Sky was there were there were things about the game. Those are t- two of the few games. Like, I really, want a, I really want a game with my girlfriend. And we do have games that we can play together. Uh, like, we're playing Diablo right now, which I'm totally shocked she likes. But also not totally shocked because... It's just a good game. Uh, it's a really game. good game. Yeah. Uh, but we're really enjoying that. Borderlands killed me because I would just shoot and shoot an enemy, and they wouldn't even knock back as if they had been hit. And that just bothers me in a game. I think that's really interesting because Borderlands is literally just gun Diablo. Right. Kind of. Kind of, really. Yeah, but like it is it is very loot-driven. It's, yeah. it's cooperative. Mm-hmm. Like, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yes, totally. I totally get you. And then, uh, so she, like, she wanted to play that, but I was the one who's like, I don't think, I don't think I want to keep doing this because like it's just not gri- gripping me. Also, when we played it on 360, the split screen isn't split top and bottom; it's split left and right, which is the worst. And you could it's, not change not it. Yeah. It's very bad. Very that sounds bad. awful. And the subtitles were very small, almost unreadable. It's just a bad scene. Well, guess what, Thomas? It's remastered now. It is. So I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna buy it because the the Borderlands three trailer got me hype. Uh, and just wait for Borderlands three at this point. Well, no, yeah, like that's why there's I good gone stuff back to in them. the old games, but I'd rather have those. Like I could imagine getting the remaster. She and I go and we start at one, and that's ours alone. And then when Borderlands three comes out, maybe we still buy that while we're playing the first one. But this time we're like, yo, who's out there? We want to play four-player online. What up? And especially since everybody gets their own loot, we don't have to fight over that. Seriously, yeah. But I could see us playing both games at the same time. Well, No Man's Sky now, in this next thing that's coming out, Beyond is what they're calling it. Next Beyond. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's so much. There's too many. many Oh, you know there's going to be a No Man's Sky Infinite. (sighs) Yeah. There uh, has to be. Yeah. Which it is kind of already. But Beyond, yeah, we'll now have multiplayer like they promised before but it didn't happen until now well but uh, hey they are making yeah. good on their promises they're getting sure. there it just took them a really long sure. time yeah. yeah that that game really could have benefited from some sort of there's also like 12 release. or 15 people on that entire team so right. everybody's like ripping them team. apart it's like I, I thought whenever like the vanilla no man's sky came out they did the right thing by being like hey we see your criticism and then they just stopped talking all together and just started working on the game. I yeah. thought that was the absolute right move. Yeah, especially because, like, as a creator, as a creator of any kind, you spend enough time on the internet, man, you're going to get bogged down by negativity. Yep. And at some point, you just got to focus on your craft because mm-hmm. there, are, there are always going to be the haters, and you just have to figure out how you're going to deal with it. It's got to do it for you at some point. If it's something that you feel good about putting out there, then, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about it as you were talking that uh, I think my issue with the hype train of, hey, this game's not going to come out for who knows how long. Uh, it might only bother me when it's new IP. So, like, No Man's Sky bothered me. Well, hmm. actually, No Man's Sky didn't bother me, but then after it had released, and then I was like, boy, I really gave this a, a better shot. Like, I gave this way more chances than, than the people I know. I really wanted to like it, and it just let me down. Uh, so I jumped back again when Next came out, and I've done some multiplayer plenty of stuff i like about that game but uh a few times it glitched where like oh there's a storm on the 
surface of the planet. If you stay up here for very long at all, you're going to die. So I, so I tunneled. I used my wet, my tool, and I tunneled into the ground. And I was like, ha-ha, now I'll just wait out the storm. I'll just stay down here in my little tunnel. And it glitched me up. It just poof, put me on the top of the, the planet. I was like, oh, no. So I dug down again, and it did it again. <laughs> and so that happened, and I was really salty about that. I was just like, boy, I, like I felt like I – you know, I was playing on survival mode or whatever, where you actually it matters when you die. Yeah. And uh, blah blah blah. It's just it it's a lot more uh, risk. So when I got killed by the game and not by anything I did, I really felt cheated. So I picked it up and I was like, man, I'm, I'm kind of in a bad mood now, but I'm gonna keep going. I did this thing. I flew from the dangerous planet that's like really, really, really small. I mean, it's practically a moon. And I drove, or I flew to <laughs> I drove. I flew to the Drove planet. that automobile. Yeah, right. I got in my, my car and drove uh, to this planet the size of Jupiter. This thing was monstrous. Well, I land on it. It's totally barren, but the gravity's low, and I had never been on a planet where the gravity was low. And I was like, oh, this is funny because in real life, if it's a huge planet, it's supposed to be, you know, big gravity. So, oh, it's kind of funny. So I get out, and I hit my jet, jet pack, right? And I fly up extra high. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. So I land. And then I, I hold my jetpack down. And usually in this game, if you fly up pretty high and then fall and hit the ground, it's pretty unforgiving. Like, if you if you go 30 feet up, you take no damage. But if you go 35 feet up, you die. Yeah, that's brutal. Uh, but I did this, and I was like, oh, if the gravity's lower, it will take me longer to fall and hit, uh, what is it? Not critical momentum. Uh, Terminal velocity. Terminal velocity. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, nerd so shit. It'll yeah. take me longer He's the to fucking fall. Nerd now. <laughs> and and so if I if I go as high as I normally would with low gravity, I'm not gonna die. Totally died. Felt totally cheated. Like Wait. I flew extra high very fast and I fell about the same speed, but died totally unforgiving. And I, and I was just like, okay, I think I'm actually done with this game because somebody on their design team never thought about that like if you go up at half speed you should come down at half speed and i died right as i was still angry about the other thing and so i i set it down so then when my girlfriend i was like hey what's something we can play together she's like oh well i like no man's sky i was like man i just don't like i just don't want to give it another shot there's a lot of stuff i liked man it was the little things that broke the game where i just and you're felt gonna like I and you're gonna robbed. get that in something that's like completely procedural like uh, sure yeah, none of that stuff is like really it's not gonna you could say on their design team like should have thought of that and they're like they probably did but they it's, it's all random it didn't it's impossible get implemented to plan for like, yeah. the billions of possibilities yeah. you know so if that hadn't happened several times because those two times and then some others it wouldn't have been that big a deal yeah but it was just enough for me to to get upset about it so uh yeah uh, I hope that game has so much potential. It really hits my spot for just totally relaxing. I think, well, and that's the thing is like with it coming to VR and you have a Vive, mm -hmm. do you feel like you're going to probably pick it up to do to play on Vive? To be honest, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, I'm never going back, but now <laughs> I'm but fucking well, going reviews, in there. Yeah, because, uh, you know, that hit, that was like the thing of like, okay, it's Sunday. I've got nothing. Like, I've got nothing to, to go do, no obligations. Uh, today's my gaming day. Like, uh, when I was younger, you know, whether this was three years ago or ten years ago, mm -hmm. if a big game came out, like when Skyrim came out, I took Friday off. Uh, you know, didn't didn't go to classes. Wasn't a very good student. 
Uh, but you were not the only person who did that. By yeah. The way. <laughs> uh, when Fallout 4 came out, I actually asked off work like a normal human is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got it. So that, whatever day that was, I assume that was Friday. Uh, I actually went over to Lizzie's place at the time. She took the day off as well. And, and so we just stayed in our pajamas and we gamed. Well, she watched me game all day. We had a great time. Super relaxing. But those days are hard to come by. Also, my Sundays aren't free anymore. Uh, but No Man's Sky is like, to me, the perfect Sunday game. It's low commitment. Uh, you can pretty much stop at any time. Uh, there's no dramatic, like your heart's not really going to be pounding at any time. You're kind of gathering stuff like farm style. Right, yeah. It's, it's kind of what I've always described in my mind as like a podcast game to where you can just like play something and just like get caught up on like some shows that you listen to like you don't have to be super engaged but there's still like some interactivity that you have to be involved with you know man cam that's you just opened a can of worms i'm about to listen to so many podcasts i'm I'm sure you are (laughs) i like that so uh the game has plenty of stuff that's likable plenty of plenty of good stuff so if if i can oh if i can get by that stuff that i felt cheated on um, well, and who knows, like maybe this next update fixes some of those sure, things because they, yeah. they've been kind of cagey about the rest of it. Mm-hmm. They said there's going to be some interesting online stuff coming. Um, some uh, there's uh, the VR component, uh, but there's more there's more to it. They just haven't discussed it all yet. So and each uh, update has seemed worthwhile. Sure. Yeah, they've, absolutely. They've been all like super substantial, adding like a ton of content, uh, which I think is really cool. Uh, I, to be completely honest, thought that game already had VR in it. And they announced that. I'm like, oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. But oh. I think I probably got caught up in, like, whenever PSVR was about to come out. Yeah. A lot of people were just like, oh, that's going to be a launch title. And it's it going to have PSVR support. And it wasn't. It did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that is really, like, I don't want to say that it should have been in there sooner because there's probably just a lot of stuff on the back end that I, I am not a game developer. I don't know that kind of stuff. But I think it having... It is something that I think really benefits from having that VR mode because it's yeah. all about exploration and kind of immersing yourself in those worlds totally. and just kind of seeing all these areas. And that is honestly right now up to like right now the most immersed you can get. All right. Well, this is good. We'll just start. We'll get into our rapid fire ending here. Um, uh, we are now joined by Atticus the Puggle since he wouldn't stop whining at the door for What's us. What's up, dog? This is uh, now uh, officially the Who's Talking Mao podcast. Yes, exactly. God damn it, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite video game soundtrack? I guess probably Nier Automata. Thomas. Uh, uh, Halo or Fez? Man, that's hard. Uh, mine would probably be Hyperlight Drifter. That's a good pick. Uh, also Disaster Piece, who did Fez, so I yes. can combine that. Yeah. Most anticipated game? Probably going to go with The Last of Us 2. I think that's that's really high up on my list. That's choice, yeah easy answer i'm gonna have to do that same thing because i i've talked to you both independently about this i have really trouble looking ahead at releases Mm -hmm. because i end up building up a backlog i I always wait till stuff goes on sale so i am usually very uninterested in buying a whole 60 dollar game unless i am positive that i am going to love it i mean like overwatch i bought it because i knew i'd love it skyrim bought it because i knew i'd love it fallout all those guys yeah but uh if if it's at sixty dollars, man, I better I better be damn sure. So what I do is I wait till I own God of War 
don't I have a uh, no it's I don't amazing. even have it downloaded. God of War is really fucking good. It's, it's an amazing <laughs> it's game. So good. I have it sitting on my back burner. So if I'm looking for a new game, boom, I got that shit right there. I got Horizon uh, Zero Dawn on deck. I got a bunch of stuff. Just stuff so you haven't never touched. Because I've basically had they're new releases to me. So you know I don't want to pay sixty bucks for something when I can wait like a year because I'm I'm in no hurry. Sure. And I'll pay twenty dollars for it. Yeah. So yeah. So sorry. I I, I don't even know what's coming out. <laughs> that's fair i guess that's fine you uh, should uh, you should listen to this uh, cool gaming news show called gamer heroes oh, we talk shit. About that a little bit. that's pretty cool <laughs> i'll check it out mine would be um it would be last of us 2 but it's actually Link's awakening remastered and i don't even have a switch oh. you should uh you should get a switch they're great i know, I know they're yeah really great. i know uh yeah they are really great i just got one for christmas yeah. best traveling sure yeah. way to game ever also that does look really good and i have historically been known to not give a shit about the zelda games and i'm like yeah i'll, I'll play Link's awakening yeah you know? that looks tight. pretty cool and yeah. it's a weird one yeah which i am very into that weird shit so it is weird what are you listening to recently that could either be a podcast music Ooh, what boy. have you i guess i'll probably just shout out to my favorite band of all time because uh, i'm always listening to them and i can't think of anything else i'm listening to uh Streetlight manifesto okay they're great i love them a whole lot and uh as far as album goes, I'm going to go with basically their whole discography. Uh, Somewhere in the Between is my favorite album, just of all time. So that, probably, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go with music. I'm actually going to plug something I've literally never plugged anywhere Ooh. else. Uh, I Exclusive. Love... Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> I really love building playlists on Spotify. And I've challenged myself since about uh, summertime last year to every month come out with... Uh, 30 songs that I think are worth sharing. Mm -hmm. I pride myself on listening to a wide variety of music. I can always find more. But uh, this year I've been on fire. Uh, for, for last month, I actually came out with, I had so much music, I split it into two. So I have two playlists with, with 30 songs each. But they're not just like, oh, this one's all right. Oh, we're going to throw it on there. Uh, you know, I've, I've been listening to music like mad and, and weeding out stuff that I, like if I played something and I, You'd ask me, hey, who is that artist? If I couldn't come up with it, then it must not have been that good. So I want every song on there to be something that's worth, worth listening to. So who knows? Maybe wherever you post this, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll post a link to one of them. So you can find me on Spotify. But I sincerely love building those playlists. Uh, the My favorite thing I've discovered this year, uh, I discovered them because of the Bonnaroo lineup. Uh, they're a band called Ripe. So and Ripe independently, is so good. independently of, that, uh, of me discovering them that way, Cam over here suggested I should listen and listen to their one and only album, and it's so good. It, it is so good. There would have to be a damn good album to replace that as my 2019 album of the year. That Even that album it came is out in fantastic. 2018. Oh, did it really? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's from last year. It's End like of last, last year. Last yeah. April. Yeah, oh, I should. Like oh, was it? I think it was last April. The, it's the, really the playlist I build. It's not all new music. It's all new to me though. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So yeah, that is good stuff. Um, have you seen anything good lately on TV or a movie? Uh, I don't actually really watch a whole lot of TV or movies. <laughs> um, really, I kind of just keep up with like the Marvel movies, just kind of culturally, because you know, mm -hmm. that's like the big thing going on. Um, TV, not really. Uh, yeah, that, I, I guess I don't really know how to answer this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I really, uh... I really just don't watch a lot of like tv or like movies i watch a lot of like twitch the, streams and, the like, best YouTube the videos. best thing that you've seen lately is kind of funny af 
KFAF. Oh, KFAF fucking rules. That show is that show is genuinely the best show on the internet. They make that joke, but I am crying laughing every episode. Well, there you Watch go. Watch that fucking show. It's incredible. Uh, Cam, do you have uh, do you have Netflix? I do. Okay, you are going to watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Am I saying that right? Yeah, it's really great. I it's have pretty heard good. that is pretty good. It's great. It's an anthology. So I find I find it hard uh, to watch movies and TV shows, no matter how high how, how good of recommendations come from people whose opinions I value. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I just I like games because they're interactive. So even when I'm watching a show, I like I'm really into BoJack Horseman right now. So I'm really great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in like season three. I think they have five seasons. And uh, even when I'm watching that, which I love, uh, I still pull out my phone and I get some work done, or I play Hearthstone or whatever. Um, anthologies are my jam. I listen to the No Sleep podcast, which is horror anthologies uh, up and down the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that. I, I love the idea of anthologies because you can tell a great story in a tiny little box with the bow on top. And uh, Love, Death, and Robots has so... It's all animated. It All the stories are totally different. The visual styles are totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all like 15, 20-ish minutes long. And it's it's drop in drop out it's it's like a game of apex you drop in do you want to do you want to get short and sweet we got it do you want like a long slow burn we got that too uh so i love that stuff all different directors on each one um yeah totally i I, I will have to check that out that that's uh, from like people that i trust like with media recommendations are just like you should you should fucking watch that show it's pretty rad yeah uh i just uh went and saw us very recently Ooh, and it. uh it's good uh it leaves you going wait what <laughs> what and then you kind of have to like i like movies that make me go oh, well i didn't quite totally understand that i need to go look some stuff up about that because i mm-hmm. missed something that's always great uh so that some people are like hate that I'm like they're like, I, 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 think, want to, I want it to be tied up in a nice little bow. And oh, it's like, no, fuck no that. There's n- most, most art isn't in a bow or a yeah. box. Yeah, especially with like horror. Uh, I'm cool. Like the, the not knowing is fine with me. I, I don't necessarily want to go have to look up stuff. But if I can go back and watch it a second time and, and understand it better, yeah. I am all about that. Yeah. Um, any events you guys have coming up that you want to plug? Um, oh, boy. Um, I... I mean, I don't really do much. <laughs> I, I just kind of do this show. Well, what 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 day does the podcast come out every? Uh, podcast comes out uh, every Wednesday morning, there I believe, go. is whenever Gamer Heroes goes live. Uh, mm-hmm. Every couple of weeks, uh, I think this past weekend was Planet Comic Con. So every so not this next weekend. I don't know when this is going live. Um, I would look at a calendar, but I'm kind of lazy. Every two uh, this weeks, will probably go live with like within the week or something. Okay, like that. cool. Um, so basically, just two every two weeks, starting from like Planet Comic Con, is whenever Challenge Mode goes live. Okay. Um, so that yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, and I guess also looking forward to like we're gonna start rolling out some like content and writing on the GGKC site. Which I'm Sweet, helping spearhead. A that's little awesome. Bit, which is, yeah. I guess, technically an event. Uh, yeah, it, that's that's very exciting. Uh, we are gonna have some announcements uh, down the road. I can't tell you how soon we're gonna have those, but uh, we're going to be creating a lot more uh, in the future, just in general, yep. more podcasts, mm-hmm. more written content, um, more streaming. We really hope to expand uh, what we're providing and bring a lot of people into the fold. Uh, in a nutshell, 
we want to fill a spot that we think uh, that I'm surprised isn't filled. Basically, if you're a super casual gamer, there's stuff out there for you. If you're a super competitive gamer, like talking esports, trying to make money, there's room for you. But if you're somewhere in between, there's a big old hole. And, uh, well, Chris, I think we want to fill that hole. Oh. Oh, so it's this kind of podcast. Now. Oh my god! Like, do is. I need to leave and let you guys just <laughs> earmuffs, pug earmuffs? <laughs> uh, so that's something exciting. Uh, as far as events, every two months we have Cross Up, which is a fighting game event. It's two days. Uh, Saturday is traditional fighting games, Tekken, Street Fighter, Dragon Ball Z. We got Mortal Kombat coming up. Uh, the new one is going to release just a few days before our next event, which is on the twenty seventh. Uh, which, as of this moment, is an announcement. But by the time this comes out, it will have been announced. Sweet. Uh, and then the other one, the one that Cam and I spend the most time with, is Strictly Casual. If you're looking for something to do on Wednesdays, uh, find us online. You can get more details on it. But basically, we want to bring back, back a couch couch multiplayer. Uh, co-op, competitive, all that good stuff. There's so many great games out there that most of you have never heard of. And we want to put the controller in your hand because we know that you're going to like those games. Sure. Or honestly, even if you just want to show up and hang out and just play a single-player game. like it's, it's, it's all just about like getting people just playing games casually together, hanging out, meet new people. That's, that's you know, kind of really what it is. I mean, Cam and I seriously did not know each other. So what, it's it's uh, the beginning of April now. So yeah. I keep saying two months as if it's still like February. Sure. Because in my head it still is. Yeah, it uh, sure is. But we I don't even think we had met. Uh, the first time we met was in December. Yeah, I showed up to one of the GGKC events because I'm just like, I need to stop being a fucking hermit. And then I went, <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, this is great. And then Strictly Casual started after that. And then I showed up to that. And then now I'm on the team. <laughs> well, it, it's cool because, uh, like, you, you've said yourself that you needed to get out more. Yeah. And the whole point of what I'm doing is sure. to get people out. And, uh, I mean, look, and now, like, you're killing it. Look at you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look so, at me so that's on this exciting. audio podcast. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about that stuff. So uh, the more people we can get out, the better. Uh, even with those events, we've got more uh, surprises planned. But yeah, it's really exciting. I, I really like doing that stuff, um, but it wouldn't be possible without our, our team on GGKC and on CrossUp, my boy Devin. Got to give a shout-out. If you ever come out to our Wednesday event, uh, you'll see him out there. He runs a fighting game event, same place, same time, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. There's just a lot to do in Kansas City, and um, – Man, don't don't miss it. I mean, there's just sure. there's so much going on. Where can uh, people find you guys, and where can they find these events? Uh, go to gg-kc.com, uh, and that will link you to our social media. I think on Facebook we're yeah gg underscore Kansas uh, underscore city. Yeah, on Twitter we're at gg underscore Kansas underscore city. Wait, what did I say? I I think that I I'm not gonna lie to you. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Uh, well, that's why you're in charge of Twitter because yeah, uh, which I have barely touched. Uh, but so well, that is, that is quite all yeah. right. Uh, we've got a bunch of stuff. We got a Facebook group. We've got mm-hmm. a Discord. Blah blah blah. Uh, you can find all that stuff through the website because mm-hmm. there really are a lot of ways to connect with a lot of different people. Whatever platform you're on, we're on it. Yeah. Um, so game with us. Uh, share gaming memes with us. Talk about the news. All yeah. that good stuff. There's kind of whatever. Um, also, uh, self total selfish plug. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> Mm. Uh, at the Camdy Man, which is oh. a name I'm pretty proud of. Oh wow! Um, just you know, just plugging myself. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So, have you ever thought of changing your handle to like backup cam or like something like, so, you know? I mean, so cam girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that one was already taken. It's probably but, taken. Yeah. Uh, no, like I, like somebody just like 
said that name to me in college. I'm like, okay, yeah, I like that one. And then I just kind of stuck with it. it. I got Tegan, not Sarah. Yeah. uh, In in high school. You know, you log into your thing on the computer. So it's like your first initial and last name. So he's like, oh, Tegan, you're Tegan now. And I'm like, okay, actually, that's a fine nickname. Great. So when I got on Twitter and Tegan, not Sarah, was taken, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> How is this possibly taken? So anyway, whatever. Yeah, I, I either use that or my full name, which are usually neither taken, which is great. Big cool. Man. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Big fan of names not getting taken. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a nice thing, that is. <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, it was great having you on. I'm sure we will do this again sometime. Yeah, it was, it was, thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. It was... Uh, a lot of fun chris uh what do you got going on yeah what do plug, i have going plug on yourself yeah. on your own damn show sir uh this uh so there could be more of this a lot more of this i've booked a lot of uh upcoming shows this is we just christened uh the new studio christened. so it's the first time get it you hear that <laughs> it was God christened uh, uh, oh, uh this first everything <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time recording in this space it's good to get that out of the way and get all the hiccups yeah, out. Nice space. I know nobody listening can see it. But no nice one can space. see I like it. it. I, yeah, I might take a picture good. of it or something and put it in the. Uh, it could just be the show. Put art. in the comment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what is this? Do you have a name for this studio? No. I mean, this is my apartment, Thomas. <laughs> I live here. I live you here. What the secrets? fuck? You could have said. <laughs> no, so we got the the Puggle Studio. The uh, what's a uh, what's good boy's name? Atticus. Atticus. The. You know this is the attic. Yeah. Atticus, the uh, Atticus's attic. All right, that doesn't roll off the tongue, but there's yeah. a way we can workshop. Yeah, we we're can we, we can work on this. We yeah. can we can uh, do some um, uh, graphs and things to try to really get this. Right, that sounds good. Yeah, we can bring people into a meeting. You know, shuffle some like grids around. Yeah, see yeah. if they like certain names. We're gonna hmm. do it. I like I'm it. in on this, so yeah, perfect. I know, love right. it. You guys are talking about it, but I'm forcing myself <laughs> in on this, so it's gonna happen. Nice. All right, Chris, take us out. All right, guys, it was great having you on, and I will talk to everyone next time. See you soon.